Hello and welcome to today's video. Today we're here for episode number five of Epic CW Cast, and today we're talking about the F1 2020 My Team Career Mode in the game. Uh, so, first, I do want to say next week we will not be doing an episode of Epic CW Cast. We're going to take a week off here uh, from making this series, but we should be back very soon. Got to come up with some more ideas, things like that. And just, you know, assess how I feel about this uh, series. But I love, you know, sitting here just talking about things that pop my mind and things that could be fun to talk about. So we'll definitely be back very, very soon. But <coughs> with that, we're going to jump now into talking about the My Team and just how good that mode really is of the game. So this is the first time in the F1 Codemasters games and any F1 game that you can make your own team and then they get added to the grid being the and the point of this game 11th team of course in other games it would have been more but the 11th team in F1 2020 and it's pretty cool to have the ability to take start your own team race for your own team in F1 2020 because before you know it was fun you go in you can pick whatever team Red Bull Mercedes Ferrari anybody you wanted and just replace one of the drivers on the team. They did make that a little bit more interesting for some people in the F1 2019 game with the add of the F2 drivers and things like that where you could sort of, you know, build your way up and then, you know, do a little bit of a career, have a rival, and both those drivers join the grid. And that's kind of it, though. Nothing really happens, like... The story doesn't progress. Where in this, you really have to go in and race well, develop your car well, things like that. And it's really cool because for me, in the career mode, I never was really a fan of developing the car. Uh, I just want to go out there and race the career mode and try to get as many wins as possible. And I just sort of hopped to the teams that were good and ended up going back to Red Bull because they happened to be good in like season six and then just I kept the car because it was developed all the way. And it's kept the resource points going. And we're just at the top the whole time. Where in this, you have to do... I feel like there's more involved. Because, of course, you got to manage your money of your team. Which is super, super fun. To be like, okay, we have to pay our driver. And we have to upgrade the facility. And you really have to manage that type of thing. And I think that something for, you know, that to be in a game is really cool. And, of course, you can do other things like design your car livery that you race, pick your sponsors, you know, you got to do the right sponsor, make sure you get ones that's going to pay you the right amount of money, and you also make sure that you go out there and perform and hit those goals in each race. And it's so cool to have to really balance all that stuff. And then you see just, like, the amount of, like, drivers you can pick from. It's so awesome that you can pick from any F2 driver from 2019, and I'm assuming when they add in the 2020 drivers for that you can also select them so any driver from f2 in 2019 and any driver on the grid in f1 in 2020 you can pick as your teammate which is so cool it is a bit unfortunate that Kimi Raikkonen seems to retire in everybody's game in season one so people are fans of him you can't necessarily have him on your team uh, from what I've noticed online and from my mode playing it that's what I've seen Kimi Raikkonen just retires in every season one which is a bit unfortunate that they did that but also in a way it makes sense. Um, 
But yeah, so you can go through when you really progress from saying, okay, I'm going to get an F2 driver to I'm going to get a more back-of-the-field driver, midfield driver, to okay, I'm going to try to get a top driver. And that's what I did. I went through my first season, and I had just F2 drivers. Second season, I ended up getting George Russell, which was pretty good, pretty good improvement. And then the third season, I was going to get Sebastian Vettel, which I was so excited about. They didn't want to get him on my team. I was going to sign him and upgrade his stats more, and now he's just beating me in all the races, which is a bit... I'll be yikes, but either way, it's really cool to go in and be able to, you know, sign anybody you want and really be able to negotiate the contracts, and you have to outpay the team they're from, so I had to outpay Williams to get George Russell, then I had to outpay Ferrari to get Sebastian Vettel on my team, and then you have to pay that team money to buy out their contract, so uh, that's quite fun there with that. Um I did notice in a lot of career modes that people have a lot of their drivers swapping teams. Mine so far in three seasons has been pretty stable. Really the only switch that we've had has been the drivers that I've moved like by signing. So George Russell is now on Ferrari and Sebastian Vettel moved to my team so that opened the Ferrari spot. And with Kimi Reckoning retiring, Nicholas Latifi went to the Alfa Romeo, but that was it. So really the only moves have been Latifi to Alfa Romeo, Russell to Ferrari. That's really been it. And then Vettel to my team. So you really haven't had like these crazy swaps, which I think is good. I'd like to have it more, a little more accurate to what you'd actually see. Then, you know, so that's good to have. So I'm glad that that's the way it is in my career. Some people have it switching other ways. Uh, Then we jump to... The fact that you can pick how many tracks you want to do, I think, is really cool. Um, that's something I wanted to have, I know, in the last season of the game. I really said that. I'm like, there's certain tracks I just want to do. It does sort of take away from the fun of doing the career by having to go to tracks you don't like. Uh, so I'm glad that I tried that for one season, but I went back to um, just doing your 22 races. But... I do wish that the menu, when you switch to 16 and 22, like, didn't completely yeet itself. Like, I wish that things just showed you, you know, everything without having the things moved around and looking all weird uh, by, you know, the, the races. And it's kind of hard to compare your stats because they're always shifting when you go to Season 2, uh, at least in my career mode. So I kind of wish that it just blacked out the ones you didn't do and that would still be lined up so you'd always have Australia lined up even though I took out Australia in season 2 then you'd have Bahrain there so it wouldn't go Australia, Bahrain, Australia it'd be kind of nice to just have that one continued like still show the 22 races even though you cut out Bahrain, Monaco, Azerbaijan Singapore, Abu Dhabi things like that, those are the tracks I cut out I accidentally cut out Hunger I was kind of disappointed by that, didn't mean to do that uh, but yeah, just cut out some of the tracks. Like, I wish it still had a blacked out so you could see who was there. But either way, that's just a minor thing with that. Um, I overall just think that it's really, really fun to play, and it's just so, so cool. And again, you got to assign your, assign your engine department. That's really cool to, or your engine company, manufacturer, supplier, supplier. That's what I'm looking for. So you got to choose. Okay, do I want Mercedes? Do I want Ferrari? Do I want Renault? Do I want Honda? And it's also really cool based on whatever one you sign, you get the upgrades from 
them. So for me, I signed Mercedes. I felt Mercedes was the best engine to go forward with. And for me, it was really between Mercedes or Honda that I want to have Mercedes because I know that they're the best one that you can pick. Most reliable one there. The Ferrari in the game because they haven't patched it yet and put all the performance upgrades in it or downgrades for certain teams. They are still the best engine in the game. But I just wanted the Mercedes or the Honda because, you know, Honda's Red Bulls and Red Bull's my favorite team. But we ultimately did go with the engine from Mercedes. And it's really cool because you're in there and they give you certain upgrades. So whatever the Mercedes team adds, you do get some of the benefits of. You'd have to upgrade some of it, but there's about six or I think it's six. Six upgrades on the engine and the durability each that upgrade, which is really, really cool. I love that features in the game. It makes it more realistic. So if Mercedes, for real, the Mercedes team doesn't upgrade, that engine upgrade is also going to go to Williams. That engine upgrade is also going to go to Racing Point. And next year, in 2021, also go to McLaren. And it's just really cool that they have the emblem in the game where Mercedes and Williams, Racing Point, and my team are all going to have the same engine upgrades from Mercedes themselves. And, you know, you go to the Renault engine and you have the Renault team provide a McLaren team with an upgrade. Because all the teams are managing this behind the scenes as well. You don't see it, but every team has their own chart. And that's all the performance is based. So, uh, that, that's really cool. And also all the teams have to manage their own money. So the game has to manage the money for these 10 teams and manage the upgrades. And if a department gets reset, like a regulation change comes out and the engine or durability gets reset, you do lose those upgrades and you have to get them back. You can't protect them like the ones that you put in yourself. So it's very, very cool uh, in that sense. And I I think it's awesome. So I love playing the My Team career mode. I've had so much fun uh, just doing it, building the team, making a cool, cool everything. Every City Racing is definitely here. And uh, we're the number one team in the third season of my team, career mode. Super proud of uh, the work to upgrade that car, and we're just always improving. It's always just so fun to go in there. And that takes us to the next part, managing your facilities. So previously in the game, you had your basic chart, your engine, your aerodynamics or chassis, aerodynamics, durability. That was it. You had to manage that chart. Sometimes if you said something negative about the chassis or the engine, they may you know, lose a little bit of morale within them and maybe you got a failed part. That was it. And that part in there is still there with the chart and still you know, saying the engine was shit this race. Then they're going to be like, oh, we're, you know, lose some morale there. But there's also the addition of having to manage the upgrades to the facility so you can make it that they have more quality control and more, like, they can make more things at the same time. They give you more resource points, things like that. So I forgot what the other one is. There's four different ones. But you can go through and you have to upgrade them to different tiers. And really just, like, you can see the visible change too, which is so cool uh, how much you can upgrade your facilities. And 
again, different drivers will sign based on that. And it's just so exciting to see. And along with that, you also have your driver development, one where you have a simulator and you watch that get developed and you really see how that helps. And again, your driver gets a big boost from it. And then you come to the marketing where you can get higher acclaim, which is what gets you better sponsors. Uh, they'll boost your acclaim the more you pay into that. And you also get, I think there's one since you have to do your calendar. You have to set each week what events are going to happen. The game's going to simulate and do it for you. And within that, sometimes if you say you're going to do team building for aerodynamics, you get a morale decrease from your engine, chassis, and durability. They all get a morale decrease. But you can go in. If you get that to Tier 3, you don't get a decrease in that, which is so awesome. I'm really happy to have that one. Uh, so there's just so many cool things you could do with it, and I just love playing it. And it's so awesome. And you can also pay to upgrade to get better media responses and adding in just simple things like the way the invitational events work, I feel, are a lot better. That simple little change makes invitational events more fun. And there's more of an incentive to do it. Because before, it's just like you do an invitational event and you don't really get anything out of it. This here, you get $150,000 and some resource points. Or a claim for your driver. Yeah, a claim for your driver for you personally which boosts your overall team acclaim, which is pretty good, especially early. I haven't done so much in Season 3, but Season 1 and 2, I was definitely doing it, trying to get that acclaim boost, that money boost in there. So that's definitely very, very fun to have there. Uh, other things that just make it fun, having Will Buxton in there as someone that's going to interview at your facility is really cool because it makes that more you know, immersive to it where he's going to, you know, normally he'll interview people. For Formula One, he does that and, you know, does things, videos for their YouTube channel and articles for their website. So, you know, having that in there where he's in it asking you questions is so cool coming to your headquarters saying, you know, are you focused on your own career or are you focused on the team winning the championship together? And it's really just cool to see that. Another thing that I'm really a fan of is the focus, how it's, when you're playing it, you feel more like you're going for the Constructors' Championship than the Drivers' Championship. Because when you would play the the previous modes, just the regular career mode, it really didn't feel like you were you know, going for a Constructors' Championship. I mean, it was there. You know, it, it showed you Constructors' points, you get the trophy at the end. But there never really was that vibe of, okay, if my teammate's winning and I'm second, I'm cool with it. And... You just always wanted to be up there in first. You always wanted to win that race, win the championship as the driver. And, you know, you develop the car yourself. And then the AI would just get a benefit of that. Where now, you get resource points from your teammate doing practice sessions and doing races and stuff. You get those resource points. You see that come in there. Where before they just kind of sat there and didn't do anything. You had no interaction. You had no involvement in who was on the team, who wasn't on the team. The only time you could choose that was when you would join a team or join a uh, team for the first time at the beginning of the mode. So say I went to Red Bull, the start of a career, season one. I could say, okay, I want to race with Max Verstappen as my teammate or Alex Albon. I could pick that. But then that was kind of it. You didn't really have to say, 
okay, let's try to pay Max and keep him on the team, or let's try to pay Alex and keep him on the team. You didn't have that choice. It was just like, okay, Max wants to leave because he's competing with you, and go race another car. You couldn't just make a super team with it, where now I can sign Vettel as much as I want to my team, try to keep him there as long as possible. And it's it's really cool. And to have that vibe where, okay, I'm on the track, and if I see Sebastian Vettel and I'm racing with him as my teammate, I'm not just going to be like, I'm just going to go over this risky pass and just if I crash you out, I crash you out, but I'm winning this race for myself. It didn't have that vibe for me. It really felt like I want to win this race. I want to win constructors. I want to be able to build this team. Because, again, you're building a team, and it really does have more of that constructors championship vibe. And that's really the focus, is winning the constructors instead of winning the drivers, which I find to be super, super awesome, super fun, super cool to have that in the game. So overall, I just love playing career mode, uh, my team. So cool. I haven't even touched the regular career mode yet. I may at some point, but I haven't even gotten there yet. I haven't haven't done that yet. I just haven't had like the need to. And I've really just enjoyed playing the my team I feel like my team is just so fun and really just like there's just so much more to do I feel it's it's gotten me to play more parts of the game too it's gotten me to do practice sessions I never did that before but you need to get more resource points to build that car up to be more competitive than before or you know I said okay I'll do a race whatever but resource points now I'm really going to do doing a practice session, you know, trying to get as many points as possible, trying to develop that car up, and it's it's very, very fun. I love playing it, so that's my thoughts on it. How good is it? Very nice. So with that, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again maybe in two weeks, maybe in three weeks for Epic CW cast episode number six. But right now, we're going to end this one, take a break for a week or two, and then we'll be back with more of this very, very fun series to do. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll, yeah, next time, we'll, we'll be back.